0: Welcome to the March 2010 Immigration Solutions In Focus podcast. For more information on any of our articles, or to become a client of Immigration Solutions, please head to our website at www.immigrationsolution.net. From there, you can navigate to our blog, news and articles, and our contact page. Today we will begin with an event announcement for our Immigration Insight teleconference series, the paper trail to an L1A visa. This will be held on Thursday, March 18, 2010 from 11 a.m. to noon Pacific Standard Time. Feel free to email at info at to RSVP. All those employers who sponsor L1A employees and employees who are going through an L1A adjustment process are encouraged to attend. Our agenda will include what are the intracompany transferee L1A manager and executive visas, what are the requirements, what is the eligible criteria to obtain an L-1A visa, why it is so difficult to obtain an L-1A visa in today's business climate, the insidious RFEs and intensified scrutiny, and of course we will hold an open question and answer session. This is a free conference for our clients and readership. Dial in and access information will be provided a few days in advance of the conference call. RSVP now to reserve your place. We will now continue with our first piece from the newsletter, Studying in Canada, brought to you by Ellen DeWitt, an immigration consultant. If you are interested in pursuing higher education and looking for the best place to do so, you can look no further than Canada. Canada offers a world-class education and welcomes many international students every year. But why should you choose Canada? Canada offers something different. The country's immigration system actually strives to keep international students in Canada after they have completed their education why train and educate someone and then send them home it doesn't make sense But that is exactly what some countries are doing not Canada while studying in Canada you may apply for a part-time permit to work as well as assist you financially while you're studying in Canada and most importantly upon completion of your studies you can apply for and receive an open work permit valid for one year for each of your studies in Canada for up to a three-year period this open work permit will allow you to work for any employer of your choosing and gain valuable North American experience in your field. Then, upon completion of at least one year of work experience in Canada, you may be eligible for applying for a permanent residence in Canada under the Canadian Experience Class, which we will touch on in next month's article. In a recent February 25th newsflash, we went over the top three H 1B filing tips for successful cases, those being the job description and degree requirement, filing early, and when the occupation requires a license. To read these in detail, please visit our website at www.immigrationsolution.net forward slash recent news.php. Here you can look at the article we just spoke of, as well as other news flashes, past newsletters, and our audio conference recordings. The last item that we have for our podcast today comes from our February 8th entry to our blog entitled, Heightened Security for H-1B Travelers Entering the USA. Customs and Borders Patrol, the CBP, last week provided the American Immigration Lawyers Association with information regarding enforcement issues at Newark Airport. The CBP have been assisting ICE with an investigation of certain H-1B non-immigrants and particular employers who have hired H-1B workers. This creates events where H 1B visa holders were detained as a result of employers being under investigation by ICE. This incident has been a strong reminder that non immigrants in work related status, such as H 1B, L 1, E, and O 1 classification, should be prepared for the potential addition of scrutiny while entering the United States after travel abroad. CVP will question arriving non-immigrants about their employer and may request documentation to prove that the non-immigrant is still employed according to the petition that was filed on their behalf. The above-mentioned incident where CBP engaged in more extensive questioning has caused many H-1B visa holders and their employers to have concern about documentation that their employees will need to re-enter the USA following foreign travel. CBP does have the authority to inquire about these issues. However, recent events indicate that their line of questioning may become more extensive and may result in more situations where arriving employees will be put in secondary inspection. For more information on secondary inspection, as well as Immigration Solutions' recommendations on how to prepare for such inquiries, please visit our blog by visiting our website, immigrationsolution.net. In closing, remember... If you can't get your immigration attorney on the phone, and you're not getting your questions answered in a timely manner, call us, give us a try. You'll be pleasantly surprised that we care deeply about what we do, we design our business models to specifically suit your needs, we have years of experience in the practice of immigration law, and are just the right size to offer this personalized service to every client, every day. Please note that our news and media does not constitute direct legal advice, and is for informational purposes only and should never replace informed counsel when specific immigration guidance is needed.